Welcome to the February 2024 edition of the Pre-Sale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. I'm your host, Susanna Gonsalves. Joining me today is our Valley Visionary of Real Estate co-host, Brittany Reimer. Yeah, happy to be here again. Thank you very much for having me on the Greater Vancouver Pre-Sale Pulse. It's always fascinating to talk about what's going on on the other side of the river. Other. The, 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 the north side. Now, today we are back filming in our head office in downtown Vancouver, but next month we're excited to be on location with a special announcement for an exciting upcoming program, so stay tuned for that. Now, with that being said, Suze, we had a big start to the year. Uh, lots of economic data released and two central bank meetings, one here in Canada and one over in the U.S. Yeah, that's right. Now, everyone is holding their breath in the market right now, and we're monitoring the situation both here and abroad to be fully prepared. Now here at home, uh, on the 24th, the Bank of Canada held its overnight rate at 5%, the fourth consecutive time it's done this since the last hike in July of last year. So this decision was more or less a foregone conclusion prior to this meeting, Suze, but you know, was there anything to really note um, from the policy meeting and Macklin's comments in your opinion? Yes, you're right that nobody expected to cut this early, uh, so no surprises there. The bank's language was cautious, but hinted at cuts coming later this year. Now, they reiterated that while inflation has come down, we're not at target yet, so inflation actually accelerated in December back up to 3.4%, but far below the June 2022 peak of 8.1%. Yes, and the bank did release new forecasts for the inflation path, showing that they expect to reach their targeted 2% inflation number a little sooner uh, now by Q2 of 2025. So while no outright movements yet, this meeting was meaningful because it was the first time that Macklem you know, explicitly discussed the idea of a cut, whereas in the past he only went as far as saying rates were at their peak. Yeah, now meanwhile in the U.S., the Fed followed suit and also maintained their overnight rate. The difference to note here, right, is that the U.S. economy is actually faring better than the Canadian economy in the face of high rates. They're having a stronger GDP growth, stronger labor numbers, while still bringing inflation down. Yeah, absolutely. And so normally that would mean that we would expect to start cuts here first and cut deeper than the U.S. Now, the Canadian GDP numbers are showing a struggling economy. But the tricky thing is that these numbers uh, continue to be sticky, causing issues for the Bank of Canada to make these cuts. Agreed. It, it certainly makes it more difficult to predict when these cuts will happen, but the markets continue to price our cut to occur by July of this year, so time will tell. So two key takeaways here, both the Canadian and the American central banks maintain interest rates in January while signaling they are actively monitoring the timing for the first cut. Canadian economic numbers continue to show a cooling economy and will likely necessitate a rate cut earlier than in the U.S. Current markets project summer of 2024. Absolutely. All right, Suze, now let's talk about the January pre-sale market. What did we see in the first month of 2024? Yeah, so far it's it's been a slow start to the year. There isn't much momentum happening quite yet in terms of project launches. Three projects made their debut in January, taking the plunge after a pretty quiet holiday season. Yeah. Now, when you say debut, it reminds me of Fraser Mills. Of course, it's hard not to think about it. Their second phase, Encore, came to market in January, selling 50% of their inventory within the first month of sales. Yeah. Now, for reference, monthly absorptions over the month were about 38%, primarily driven by Encore's success. Yeah. Not a bad start at all. Um, still, it is expecting many projects 
are holding off until Lunar New Year or until spring market to launch uh, their upcoming releases. Yeah, absolutely. We're expecting five launches in February that will bring about 770 units to market. Now, this includes both Juno and Piano in Surrey City Centre. Now, I think Surrey City Centre was feeling a little left out with all the Metro Town projects. So we have these two going in February with Parkway and Georgetown next phases hot on their heels. It'll be great to see how these highly anticipated projects compete against each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very exciting to be bringing on some new inventory and just launches, especially into the Surrey City Centre market. Now, speaking of highly anticipated projects, our very own Ashley Oak Ridge by Peterson had their realtor event on January 31st. I heard it was absolutely bumping. Did you hear otherwise? <laughs> it was. I was there. It was extremely well received. I attended myself and the presentation center was packed with hundreds of realtors. Lots of excitement around the unveiling of the first two buildings, Alma and Berkeley, a concrete building of this scale on a quiet tree-lined street with these amenities and level of finishing has just been really rare in this area, and the realtors, of course, understand that. So the stunning luxury finishes were beautifully showcased in the two-bedroom display suite, and the Peterson team was there to announce some really amazing limited-time incentives with up to 3% off the purchase price of the homes just for a limited time during this launch time. Very exciting. Now, based on the activity last weekend, I'm not sure how long it will last, but it's been great to see the level of interest so far. Yeah, definitely uh, things are picking up. That is fantastic to hear. Kudos to the team. It's exciting to have such a great turnout so early into January around the Oak Ridge Village area. Yeah, exactly. And in terms of celebrations, many programs hosted events on February 3rd for Lunar New Year, including but not limited to Gardenia, Itaal Gold, Brickwillen Park District, W16, Thesis, and many, many, many more. Now, one project in particular on our radar is Oak Ridge Park by West Bank and Quadril. Available for only 75 homes during Lunar New Year, the Residential Mortgage Program in collaboration with Think Financial offers a 3.88 fixed rate, a 36-month term, and a loan up to 65% of the purchase price. The first eight homes sold also include savings of 88000 and buyers can purchase with just 8% down. Wow. Um, very, very impressive incentives. You know, it's interesting Oak Ridge is providing what would have been considered to be a unique offering in the past. Um, however, incentivizing buyers with a fixed interest rate has become more and more common in this high-borrowing environment that we're seeing everywhere right now. Yeah. Now, we've definitely seen most programs adapt their offering and incentives to the needs of the market. Buyers have been hesitant due to elevated interest rates and projects are responding accordingly. Very, very true. Um, and these celebrations serve as an excellent means to keep buyers engaged, especially early on this year during this festive season. Um, and the incentives make it even more appealing. Um, as always, we'll be tracking the performance of all of these programs and anticipating what other programs are on the horizon in the next couple of weeks. So we look forward to sharing more on that. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah, agreed. Activity definitely feels like it's picked up the last couple of weeks. So excited to see how that translates into February. The beginning of 2024 is marked by slow pre-sale activity as expected. However, amidst the Lunar New Year, developers are introducing enticing incentives and in organizing extravagant events, reigniting excitement among buyers. Also, with the imminent arrival of the spring market, coupled with the looming potential of lower interest rates on the horizon, confidence is growing amongst developers and potential buyers. This anticipation can foster a positive shift in the sentiment as the real estate landscape progresses. All right, so let's kick off our project features with BD's second building at Fraser Mills, Encore. Yeah, let's get into it. Now, you may recall that the first building at Fraser Mills' debut had great success in October when they launched. They sold all 318 units within one month and without their $10 million presentation center. Oh, 
That is impressive. $10 million for a presentation center is a lot. Um, with that presentation center complete, they must be ecstatic to see buyers actually get in there and start to uh, tour through a great space. Yeah, definitely. And reportedly, they've already sold about 50% of their 32-story building comprising 306 units in Encore. They're offering 20% deposit to buyers and a 2% flat realtor commission. Really good incentive there. Um, Suze, what kind of amenities uh, are we seeing in this program? Yeah, good question, Britt. The maintenance fee is about 53 cents per square foot, and their amenities include a rooftop terrace with a garden, a games room, karaoke room, my favorite, a lounge, a kids' play area, a business center, a billiards lounge, yoga studio, a fitness center, outdoor dining, you name it. Compared to many other new projects, 53 cents is actually a pretty sharp maintenance fee when you think about all of those uses. Yeah, how about this? If you share this five times, you get to do karaoke with Suze. They also included daycare, um, and of course that's uh, an important feature with a, a master plan community such as this. Now also included in the master plan community is an aquatic center, walking paths, a dog park, a boardwalk, and several other neighborhood amenities to entertain the future 16 towers and approximately 5,500 homes in total. Now there was some incredible value offered at the first tower based on price, and they really saw the success of that reflected in their sales numbers allowing them to kick things off on this master plan community in a really positive way. Yeah. Um, sounds like Fraser Mills neighborhood in Coquitlam will be completely revamped um, with this new master plan. Um, I look forward to seeing uh, what it looks like when it's complete. All right, let's move on to another Coquitlam project, but this one is located in West Coquitlam and is a seven-story wood frame building. Ah, uh, let me guess, Someone House. Mm hey, -hmm, that's right. Someone House is located on Como Lake Avenue and will comprise 165 units. This project is coming to market soon, and we suspect that they will be priced at around 10.50 per square foot. Yeah, this is a really great location, very close to Perquitlam SkyTrain Station, Safeway, the YMCA. Over the past year, this area has really seen a huge surge in activity, and it's definitely the focal point of new developments in, uh, in West Coquitlam. Thousand bucks a square foot is, I mean, that's fire. Yeah, we've got uh, all our eyes on multiple upcoming developments in this neighborhood that are set to arrive soon. Well, another one is Portico by Watson Group, offering one to three bedroom homes in West Coquitlam near SkyTrain, but on a quiet street with 10 foot high ceilings, enclosable balconies with retractable glass to make use of the outdoor space, an essential courtyard, and a number of really thoughtful details inside the home. Stay tuned for more details coming soon. Honestly, this project had me at 10 foot ceilings, so I'm pretty pumped about it. Had me at West Coquitlam at 1,000 bucks a square foot, personally. Thousand um, Okay, perfect. Um, can't wait. I'm also a big fan of uh, uh, comfortably expanding that indoor space with retractable glass enclosures, something we've seen a lot in the Valley, actually. I saw someone house that's also offering a, a unique selling experience. Their sales gallery is called Dual, and they'll comprise of a display suite completely surrounded by glass. Love the originality on that. Yeah, it's because Stone House is inspired by Nordic design and the integration of natural elements. Now, their amenity program is focused on facilitating well-being on the rooftop terrace and courtyard. The project aims to evoke the sense of owning a lake house or a retreat in nature within a modern and contemporary community. Truthfully, I'm not totally sure how that happens when they're on Como Lake Avenue, which is a bit uh, busy for West Coquitlam because it's really turning into an urban center. But I'm curious to learn more. And Markin does have a really great following, so I know they're going to do well. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like that wellness trend is continuing into 2024. I'm not mad about it. Um, interesting contrast between, as you mentioned, Como, lifestyle, but also just that wellness theme in the background. Yeah, you're right. We've seen the tr this trend in multiple different forms from offering amenities uh, catered to wellness to integrating natural elements in the interior design. It will be interesting to see how Stonehouse differentiates themselves. 100% agree.
All right, moving on to resale stats. What has been happening in the first month of the year, Brett? Yeah, well, let's uh, let's get into it. Resale is starting off the year a bit sleepy, actually. Yeah, now while we did see a jump in sales compared to last month with an increase of 38% and better than last January, it still fell behind the 10-year average by about 20%. Now, having said that, we are feeling more activity and market just in these past couple of weeks. As I mentioned, buyers are active and excited. And for a property that is priced right, the competition has heightened. We're hearing about more multiple offer scenarios in certain areas. Yeah, I can absolutely uh, attest to that uh, excitement. With a slight increase of sales in January or December and a decrease in inventory, we are inching towards a seller's market once again. Uh, new listings over the month of January totaled 3,700, uh, falling 9.1% behind the 10-year seasonal average of newly listed properties. Um, however, when we are looking at the total inventory levels in January at just over 8,000 listings, this aligns closely with the 10-year seasonal average. Yeah, and December sellers typically delay making any major decisions and new listings are often low. It seems as if this has continued into January. Now, as long as sellers remain on the sidelines and demand persists, we can expect to tilt back into that seller's market. Yeah, and currently the sales to listing ratio sits at about 17.2% uh, for all active property types in Greater Vancouver. Interestingly, there is a spread amongst different product types. So detached homes are still in a buyer's market with a ratio of 12%, while townhomes are positioned in a seller's market with a ratio of 22%, and apartments are on the cusp of entering a seller's market with a sales to listing ratio of 20%. Yeah, now, although a small uptick in demand, the HPI benchmark price experienced a marginal month-over-month -month decrease of just under 1%, just given the low vol volumes overall. Uh, I think we should see this shift as we move into the spring market, though. Yeah, you talk to the resale market, uh, resale agents, sorry, in the market, and, and you you feel that that sentiment is starting to shift. Um, I've had several calls over the last couple of days here, and certainly we're seeing multiple offers pop up again. We haven't seen those in many, many months. And that urgency and demand is starting to be felt with buyers just feeling optimistic about where this market is going. Yeah, it definitely feels like a shift. So as a recap, sales increased slightly on a monthly basis as we concluded the first month of 2024. While sales volumes still trail behind the 10-year seasonal average, there's a shift in market sentiment with buyers gradually you know, re-emerging from the sidelines. Overall inventory levels align with the 10-year seasonal average, but concern arises regarding whether new inventory can actually match that demand, especially as we approach a busy spring market. Yeah, and if the supply fails to keep up, we're headed back into seller's market territory. And in that scenario, we can anticipate upward pressure on pricing. So I believe that wraps this month's edition of the Pre-Sale Pulse. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our Newswire, a daily email roundup of all the breaking news in the world of real estate. I feel like that went by so fast. It was quick. It was great. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next month.